0: Hey, everybody. Happy New Year and welcome to our new Big Blend Radio Soul Diving Sundays with Shelly. We are airing this new show every first Sunday with Shelly Wizen. She is the ultimate soul diving guide. She is the founder and CEO of the Soul Diving Institute. And uh, she is also a transformational life coach. She has all kinds of online courses. She has groups. She does a lot. And so I encourage you to go to her website, Shellywizen.com, and she's also an author. In fact, uh, we met her when her uh, book, What Do You Bring to the Table? A Savory, Sensory, and Inspirational Guide to Living a Yummy, Delicious Life came out. See, she likes us to say yummy, delicious, and we're mm-hmm. pretty cool with that. She's also the author of The Healing Journal and The Story of the Magical Baby Grand Piano. So keep up with her again at ShellyWizen.com. She's active on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, all those great places. And today she's joining us to kick off the new year to talk about how to be your authentic self at work. And she's going to talk about soul diving. She's going to use the three B's, which is a, a really cool system she has to check in with ourselves. So welcome back to the show, Shelly. How are you? Thank
1: you. I'm so good. I'm so excited. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you both, Lisa and Nancy. I hope all your holidays were fantastic, spending them with friends and family and Traveling like you do, you two special women, you. So thank you. I'm doing great. (laughs) Well, this is
0: cool. The new year is always exciting. I know we've had some bumpy starts to new years over the last few years around the world, but really it's still what you make of it, right? And, um, you know, as Mm -hmm. best you can. And, you know, this year, I know there's so much shift and change in regards to working, you know, businesses, whether it's remote, whether you're working in an office, going back to the office part-time, uh, some people just having your own business and working with others, um, maybe virtual assistants and things like that and different contractors. So I really like what you're talking about today about being your authentic self, because I think one thing we all know is in relationships, especially you know, personal and professional If you're not really being who you are, you know, for me, I have to watch my language here and there. So that's still being authentic. I can still be who I am but and clean up my mouth a little, right? (laughs) So but authentic, um, you tend to you will lose
1: those relationships, right? Definitely. So the whole notion, I find it very interesting of being authentic. So what does that even really mean? I mean, Mm -hmm. how far down do we go to reveal? what's authentic. I mean, there are so many things about ourselves. There are things that we may not want people to know about us. Maybe there are things in the past we did, whatever, whatever, but all of those things made who we are today. So it, it's it's just to discern, identify, and and choose which things you do want to reveal about yourself. But What I mean by authentic, it's being yourself as an individual, because the one thing that we all have in common, whether you're at home or you're at work, is that we're all human beings, Mm -hmm. human to human. And so that's the common denominator. So being an authentic human being is what? What does that mean? It's filled with what do we believe? These three B's, the three B formulas, just being aware of what do you believe? how because everything in life is made up on a belief everything every single thing and it determines how we behave which is the second b so whatever we believe determines how we behave and who we become determines from how we behave so they're all tied together each one each b is important to take a look at when we when we go we have certain values so if we identify what values those are that are important to us. The places of our jobs or the people that we work with, are they in alignment with those values? Mm -hmm. Did we Mm -hmm. pick an organization Mm -hmm. that has similar values so that we can Mm -hmm. get behind the bigger vision and work together as a team? Because I believe in what the company believes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just- we get a job and we just go to get a paycheck because there's something else better waiting or we think something, we want something else. Meantime, but the thing is, we we get it wrong. It doesn't matter if this isn't the job mm-hmm. of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Just like we shared before, when you travel and you stay in an, in somebody's home, your tendency is to want to clean it.
0: There's mm-hmm. maybe
1: you're preparing it for yourself. You're changing the energy of the environment to make it yours so you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your level mm-hmm. of cleanliness may be different than somebody else's level of cleanliness. So it's what we bring into every experience. And then it doesn't matter if we're at home or if we're at work. Does mm. that make sense? Right. I, it does. And I used to work for
0: an insurance company, worked there. Uh, I started out as a file clerk and I ended up as a bodily injury insurance adjuster, settling claims with people who were in automobile accidents. So I managed to do that for, I think it was like five, six years, seven years, maybe. And then I decided to go try the other side of the fence because my day was full of negotiating with people on behalf of people who were insured with our company negotiating with lawyers who represented the other side. Then I thought, well, because somebody dared me, and I'm like, you know what, maybe I will do that if I went and worked for lawyers. What well, an eye-opener on the level of deviousness on both sides was extremely interesting to me. And when you got to one side, they, they were kind of, program you how devious the other side was and when you're on this side they would program you on how devious and the cheeks and the trade over there <laughs> and then you came away going you're both the same you're the same people you're doing the same thing and you're acting just the same so then I always ask myself "Is this normal human behavior or is it taught behavior it's convinced. yeah be- yeah
1: yeah hmm? My sense, my sense is, is that it's a little bit of both Mm -hmm. because, because we, as human beings are wired for impending danger, right? Right. Mm -hmm. We're always on high alert. You know, we got that from our primordial ancestors waiting Mm -hmm. around the bend for the big tiger or lion or big Mm -hmm. animal to come and eat us. So rhinos, you know, the rhinos, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, the dog with a squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I mean, it, it, we're always on high alert. So the cortisol levels and the adrenaline levels Mm. are always pumping. So we're ready to, to lunge. We're ready to either Mm. fight, flee or hide.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: And so it spills over in all of our relationships, including our working relationships. Mm. And because we're talking about how we are at work, even if somebody says something to you that's offensive that's, and they and you don't like it a lot of times we think we don't have the right to say anything because we're at work yeah but what yeah. happens is being authentic because because now that common denominator comes back to get, again which is human to human because we're human to human if we can really intentionally live from our heart and what i mean by that is live who you sincerely are. What that's why it's important to identify what you believe, mm. and what your values are. Because if you don't identify what your values are, then anything goes. Mm. Then you're going to compromise. They're not going to be that important to you. To and then you keep dimming your light, or you compromise the value, and then pretty, later on, you you've lost yourself. I've done that. I've done mm-hmm. that. I've mm, because geez. somebody didn't like the way I was. I changed for them. So they would like me, and I lost myself yeah and, and and what is the big deal for us to say, you know what? That statement you made hurt me. Mm-hmm. it that feels uh, that feels my experience of what you just said, my experience of what you just said is I feel pain, I mm-hmm. feel insulted, I feel what is it? What, where does that come from? What else is going on with you? What else are you not saying? And what is it? You know, let's get in it. Mm-hmm. Understand that it's okay to feel what we feel. Even if I feel in judgment, why isn't it okay to say right now? And I'm not saying to say this to your boss or anything like that, but even to ourselves. Why isn't it okay to say, you know, I'm a human being. I'm feeling judgment right now. I want to blame you for how Mm I feel. I want to blame you for this project falling apart. Mm -hmm. I want to blame you. I want to find blame somewhere else. Yep. Because this project Mm -hmm. fell apart and it's somebody's fault and it ain't mine.
0: Well, and then you blame that person for everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. You're the reason I burned dinner. You're the reason this happened.
1: That happened. You could go back you 24 suck. to 48 hours. There's two <laughs> things. Two things. Disease number one mm. is finger pointitis. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this before. Mm. Finger pointitis is when we point the finger out pure and simple mm. and mm. we want to blame somebody else for how we feel. I have a new symbol for that. It's the remote control. When we give somebody else the remote control, and the power over how we feel, then we're, we, we're not even in control of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've given this remote control to somebody else. They can push our button and they do this, 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 and this.
0: You know, my grandmother. Well, now me you're that. pissing me off. Well, uh, no, but <laughs> my grandmother taught me when you point your finger at somebody pointing and you're fingers. saying something bad, the three fingers are pointing, pointing, pointing back, back at fingers. you. That's right. That's so right. that means you need to check yourself three times.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. You check what you believe, how you behave, and who you are. Exactly. There you go. You just bought right into the three B's because that, that's there it, no. a, And you ask, mm-hmm. what do I believe about this? Yeah. Yep. What do mm-hmm. I believe about this? Am I a victim? And then, mm-hmm. what do I believe about being a victim, whether you're at home or, or mm-hmm. work? Sometimes then, we victimize ourselves at work because of the mm-hmm. way our bosses or our coworkers oh, are. Yeah. And we that's become something. a victim of them but mm-hmm. when we stay centered and we check in and go down there and see what do we mm-hmm. believe about this and how am i behaving am i behaving the same way they are that i don't like usually mm-hmm. when we point the finger we find something about them we don't like mm-hmm. but it's the same thing we don't like about ourselves oh my mm-hmm. gosh you're being so true but it's and, and, and it, it is so, true but it's so much easier to do this we think it's easier mm-hmm. but it's not when we take responsibility mm-hmm. and that's where the behavior comes Take responsibility Mm -hmm. for what comes out of your mouth. Take responsibility for our behavior, Mm -hmm. how we act. Are we kind? Are we thoughtful? Are we, our standard high? Do Mm -hmm. we have a high standard of excellence? Is my integrity level? Am I reliable? Am I trustworthy? What am I bringing into my experience of this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you traveling, being in a house, that you like to see with the way you do or me babysitting at eight years old sitting on the couch while the kids were sleeping going their kitchen needs cleaning why am I sitting here it feels like I'm doing nothing for what I'm getting paid 25 cents an hour eight years old but I would get up and I'd clean their kitchen and they would Mm -hmm. come home and they'd go wow Wow, cool I did a really good job because that's how my mother trained me is to clean Mm -hmm. that was one of my the things that we had to do in my house and being the part of your girl. values,
0: yeah. you know, but this Everybody, is interesting because it, when you become the victim and if you stay in that circumstance, it doesn't get any better. No. You, it, it starts, then Then anger comes from that. Hatred comes from that. You hate going to work. So if it could be colleagues. It could be a boss. And then if you can be strong enough to address the situation, like you're talking about your beliefs, your values. And if that still doesn't go well, you do have the ability to walk away. And I think a lot of times people get stuck instead of going, okay, this is really miserable. What can I do to make a change? You don't have to keep going back to the same place. You can make, we have choices in life. And I think that if you're in a bad situation and if you've got an abusive boss, you know, maybe a sexist boss, a racist boss, Get out. You don't have to put yeah. up with that. Mm-hmm. And it may be scary to go and look for something it may be that you live in an area that doesn't have, you know, the the work that you want to do. So maybe it is a big life change, but if you stay in that place, you are going to be controlled for the rest of your life. That is a choice. But there's but there's also See? the cl- coloring of judgment like sometimes what you think is is happening isn't really what's Happening, that's emotional. Yeah, you you're coloring what you're seeing, um, which can make you angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you need to calm down and take a, a authentic, real look at at things, not a big emotional temper tantrum kind of thing. And and have a look and say, well, really, what part did I play? What part did the other person play? Or other, you know, maybe it's committee like. Committee meetings and it didn't go the way you oh thought it boy. would. And you, yeah, well, committees are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like boards of directors, you know, you, you think you have everything, you know, really formatted correctly and done right. And then there's always going to be one or two who start perfect.
1: You know, part of the deal, part of the deal. You know, it's funny. Over the years, I—I mean, I have a huge confession, and—and that was that I have, and this is a confession because a lot of people, I don't know, maybe can't relate to what I'm going to say. I have Mm -hmm. always, always loved every job I've ever had. That's cool. From since I was eight and babysitting. Mm -hmm to being a teenager, mm. having a haircutting business in my apartment building,
0: cool.
1: to you go, girl. <laughs> working at Fedco in my senior year of high school, mm. stacking toys and making sure all the toys were lined up properly while mm. I went to school four hours and worked four hours. I have always loved working, always. yeah. And the difference, and here's the thing, is I'm me when I go to work. I am no different than who I am. I love enjoying myself. I love doing a good job. Mm -hmm. I take pride in my work. I have a high standard of excellence. I love creating beauty. I love creating cohesion. I love working. I love one of my favorite things in life is to manifest thought into form. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And so working, working is good. Working is fantastic. Oh, well, you need to. If you right, don't right now, do anything, it's like,
0: ooh. you usually when you leave
1: a job or you don't
0: like a job, it's not the job. It's a person who's controlling you in a manner that you just do not wish to be controlled. You know, there's a boss who's overbearing. There's a boss who's kind uh, under- of...
1: Mm-hmm. I like the remote control. Mine. I'm going to use it use it mm-hmm. it is so i you know me i come up with symbols for everything because mm-hmm. symbols are an, a way an anchor to anchor in information mm-hmm. and when i see this remote control, or we talk about giving up control to somebody else mm-hmm. i go straight to the remote and it makes mm-hmm. perfect sense because what does the remote do? It does this, and the channels change, and the moods change, mm-hmm. and you can go to happy, to sad, to mystery, to scared, to uh, you know, all these different things. Hey, man, do I want to take could- you to a casino. Hey, She's going to no, go, not get this, this machine, that
0: machine.
1: But I want the remote control, and you go to work, and you change your boss. Wow, <laughs> there you go. Well, here's well, here's the secret of that. Interesting, you say that when mm-hmm. you change, energy mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. And it gives the possibility of your boss changing more than keeping him in an asshole box.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or in an asshole box, because when mm-hmm. we put somebody in an asshole box, they can't get out no matter what they do. Right, it gets we need stinking. to let them out. And so we need to let go of the image. <laughs> that let that them out and tease them. Let them all out. There's hundreds. There's hundreds. Right. Let him, out. let him out well let it's let like out. if you put a
0: monkey in a cage it goes berserk that's like an right. animal in a zoo right but I don't want to compare that to an asshole boss no, uh, yeah. animals are awesome and they don't belong in zoos but but <laughs> you know what I mean that that um when well, you um, yeah once you're pegged I think that's you know when you because you could go to your boss and say like dude I don't like what you're saying or this mm-hmm. is you know this is you, you know, look try. at the Me Too movement. No, how many women sat there and didn't stand mm-hmm. up for themselves? And it was a culture. It was a old belief mm-hmm. system too. Women mm-hmm. had it themselves. Women, right. you know, um, right. I was raised the other way. Of like, hell no, you know, and mm-hmm. you nip it in the butt. Um, but it's yep. and it's hard too if you're pressured because of a job. Sometimes oh, right. it's hard, depending on your husband or your wife, or, you know, it's, these situations are delicate, but you have to, I think once you plan something, you need to like, know it. It's almost like preparing for a speech. So when you go in to do something, you have it, you've already seen it play in your mind.
1: Yes, you know, <laughs>
0: it's i my grandmother taught me like when somebody is really what you would call an asshole they're very insecure and so they put on this this persona that they're not they can't fulfill the persona they're trying to be because it's not really them they're covering up their insecurity
1: so they're not being authentic exactly
0: so.
1: that's why it, in in um in the article that i'm writing for the um uh, the magazine Uh, we talk about um, being able to uh, change and set Mm -hmm. the tone by how it is that you're approaching what it is that you're doing. And Mm -hmm. the focus is on what you bring to your experience. And again, it goes back to the values of what we believe. Mm -hmm. How do we truly want to live our life? Who do we mm-hmm. want to be as a human being? What kind of human being do I want to be and make some choices there? If mm-hmm. I'm stuck, of their are beliefs that are holding me, that's telling me I'm not enough and I'm not okay enough to be able to speak up and say what I feel as a human being, then, then this environment is, mm-hmm. I'm either going to pluck myself out of that environment, depending on the values that I feel, or I'm going to begin by honoring what I'm experiencing and say it in a way when it comes from the heart, you can't argue with it. I feel this, I experience that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're taking responsibility for, you're either responding and this goes to your point, Nancy, what you said, you're either responding, which is mm-hmm. from the inside out or you're reacting. Right. From the outside in. Mm-hmm. And what I love to teach people how to do is live from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Bring that authentic you to the surface so that you feel happy and fulfilled no matter where you are in your mm-hmm. life, including a place where and the whole notion is what if some people get go to work and they just get a job and to pay the bills. We know that. Right. But mm-hmm. what if the purpose? was to enjoy yourself. What if the sole purpose of being a human being, again, it's taking it out of the role-playing, being a human being, doing what we do. What if the whole thing was just to enjoy ourselves and be happy and live yummy, delicious lives and share and (laughs) our our (laughs) talents and our skills. And that was the whole reason in that when we, when we contributed those things that we were given and they're received at work and they're built in bigger, look at what you guys have done. You've created thought into form like masters. Oh, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. Oh, yeah. Now let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do that. Manifest, 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 mm-hmm. idea, thought, manifest, thought, mm-hmm. manifest. You didn't stop to say, am I, am I, let's see, I don't know. Maybe it's not okay if we do this. What will people think of me if we, you just do it. Do well, it. there's certain things we can't put on there, but you know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yes. what you're moving energy. Mm-hmm. In. We are responsible. You want to talk business, become the CEO of your own life, which mm-hmm. is chief energy officer. Mm-hmm. We are managers of our own energy. We're responsible for how to manage our happy, our joy factor. I mean, I've got a yummy, delicious life scale where you can see where do you hover most of the time?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: there's a lot of tools that we can use to start being aware of this. And then once you're aware of something, like you have a limited belief, you discover one that has been running you on automatic all these years and you discover when you go, huh? And then there's, I have this fabulous three-step, it's a miracle three-step change formula that will change anything, any belief, any behavior that you have in your life. And it's just becoming aware. It's a simple Mm -hmm. formula. Become aware. When you're aware, huh, do I really want to continue to believe that? If beliefs are like the ether and we're just picking things, pick and choosing, why can't we just not choose a belief? or re-choose a new belief to replace the old belief that makes us feel bad. So we have a new belief that makes us feel better, makes right. us feel good inside, makes us feel joyful. If we make everything up anyway, why don't we make up the things that make us feel joyful and want to hmm. live a yummy, well, delicious life and believe we can change. Things change so fast As in this changes. world. All yeah, you have
0: to, yeah. yeah, you have to keep changing and up, it's like um, trading baseball cards. Yes. Right. You, no, you have to do you have to re really look, re-examine your belief system from time to time. You really do because as Ooh. things are found out. Right. Um, like I want to take history as an example. What we have thought for years and years and years changes every time they find a new fossil. And they go, oh, no, we thought all of these animals came from here. Well, now, since we found this older fossil over here, we really now know that that wasn't true. Right. And then everybody argues about it. Nobody knows. But here's the evidence. And there's some evidence. Right. And eventually, the belief has to shift of right. what we thought. We right. think uh, based on what we know at a particular yeah. time mm-hmm. and exactly. things change and in our world because the internet and television and radio things change so fast Mm. you know it's not like you have to get a book get a book out of the library to learn something new right Should. but (laughs) now it's like you're inundated and things change really really fast and so it's hard to keep up sometimes old ideas
1: Mm.
0: our old ideas
1: yeah yeah so I think it's I think we'll, have a refresher. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. the,
0: the three B's and what you're talking about being mm-hmm. aware, and then okay, now you can change your beliefs mm-hmm. and then take action. Right.
1: You know, and exactly. I think when
0: you get to that centering part, people there's a difference. If you're insecure, people mm-hmm. have a hard time connecting with insecurity. And people will also take advantage of that. There's there's those two things that happen mm-hmm. if someone is insecure. And it's insecure because you haven't made those decisions. And what I love about your article, and everyone, it's up on blendradioandtv.com, is that you have the series of questions. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that we, I mean, we have New Year's resolutions, but like today's New Year's Day, we're going on Monday, everybody goes back to work. Oh, hell. So asking these questions, do you think that to really, we... We need to take time for our emotional intelligence, I believe, as, as human beings. We can read all the self-help books, but if we don't actually do the work behind it, it's like the law of attraction. Everybody's like, oh, I want chocolate and it's going to magically appear. Like, I really want that to happen. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, but <laughs> yeah. it's not happening. But sometimes it does in, in weird and mysterious ways. Um, That's when you think about going to the store and buying it. Yeah, you know, but you know what I mean? It's like you you manifest, but it is about you can't just go, oh, I want, you know, it's putting those actions behind it. So when people look at those questions in the article and also go through your courses, do you, do you mm-hmm. think people should be writing their answers down like journaling, maybe doing, I don't know, vision maps, what are those vision boards, that kind of thing to kind of really align and get into it instead of just going in their mind, oh, I read these kind of answered, but never. Yeah. Yeah, there's like an
1: action that has to happen to get it in our body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, yeah, in order to, we have a neural neural pathways in our brain that loop mm-hmm. around and around and around. And so, um, you know, Einstein always said it, it's insanity to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. So what happens is those neural pathways, there's synapses in between and they connect and then they loop and loop and loop. So if they're mm-hmm. beliefs that are running us, then we almost don't even remember or are aware consciously mm-hmm. that they're running us and we just react again, react. Mm-hmm. It comes Mm -hmm. from outside in, even though it's coming from our mind, but originally it was an outside thought that we're reacting to. Why are we insecure? Something happened out there Mm -hmm. that we took on as an offense or victim or something. And so it altered the way we feel about ourselves. And so, Mm -hmm. yes, it's important to take the time because if we don't take the time to rewire those neural pathways, what makes us think anything is going to be different tomorrow? It's not.
0: Exactly. It's going
1: to just repeat the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over and over until we don't, until we say, stop, pause, deep breath. Do I want to continue? What do I believe about what's happening right now? You could even just start there, but asking Mm -hmm. ourselves quality questions is a way to get in. You Mm -hmm. know, what values or qualities in life do you feel are important to you? Mm-hmm. You know, does mm-hmm. the organization reflect that? We talked a little bit about that. Is their integrity level the same? Mm-hmm. You know, have you compromised your values for the sake of a job? What do you believe about that? Do mm-hmm. you believe that you have to compromise your values in order to have a safe job? So and once you start doing
0: that, it gets, that's a slippery slope, right? right. So, yeah, so that's check amazing.
1: in. Check in. Check in with your, what you believe, check in with your language, Mm -hmm. check in, do you should all over yourself? How many Mm -hmm. shoulds do you use in a day? Oh, I thought you said something else. I'm like, I "I don't want to do that. That's a stinky mess. Exactly. Well, shoulding all over yourself is a stinky mess because Mm -hmm. should is a setup word. Mm -hmm. It makes you think you're supposed to do something that Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to do, but you say you should do it even but though I ain't going you committed enough. to doing it, mm-hmm. you yeah. feel bad that you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now you say, I should have done it. Mm-hmm. You're always left feeling bad but, around you know, that. And it, that's
0: a good way of making yourself feel like a victim all the time. And then the victim, the victim thing is, That doesn't move you up in a company. No, no it, it doesn't do anything. It's crippling. You know, becoming a victim over and over and over again, self-induced victimization. Yeah and And it opens a door. you know we're still animals, and one thing animals can can perceive is weakness in another animal. So when you play victim, it's not just are so you doing it to yourself, those about you that can recognize, oh, that's a victim over there." they're going right in. So you really need to mm-hmm. um, put your your big shoes on <laughs> the not, big girl panties on yeah. yeah well and big boy Not and panties but boxers big boy
1: boxers boy briefs now oh, there you go yes. briefs
0: what are they wearing that's now? not a nice <laughs> word for <laughs> that
1: <laughs> that was brief uh,
0: uh-oh uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go don't uh-oh. don't get it started See, now we're gonna get in trouble don't that you'd already be taken started. into the, the the principal's office you can't be talking like that
1: at work okay so anyway language what's important is to be able to be aware of mm-hmm. what you believe what do you believe about work what do you believe about your own success do you believe you're not enough do you believe somebody else knows more than you do you believe collaborating is a sign of weakness or do you and do you believe being a hard ass at work is the way to do it to have that power mm-hmm. so that you're bamming somebody over the head with the, the remote mm-hmm. you've got the remote and you're doing this to everybody else thinking you're in control of them? No, no. Mm-hmm. You have to take a look at what do you believe? Do you believe in teamwork? Mm. Really be honest with yourself at work. I mean, if you are a dictator and you're in a team, it's going to be difficult to play with other that people. That doesn't in the work.
0: That doesn't work. That doesn't, doesn't mm-hmm. work.
1: But when you become mm-hmm. conscious, and here's the whole deal, you become conscious of what you believe, how you behave, what language you use, what tone do you use? Mm-hmm. Do you use a tone? It's sarcastic. Do you use a judgmental tone? Do you use a condescending tone? Do you use a kind tone, a thoughtful tone, a, a, an, an encouraging tone? Mm. Home on the range, encouraging word. I mean, the da, 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 da. Remember oh. that? Song?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, to become your authentic self at work is bringing who you are to what you do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not what you do. It's how you do what you do.
0: Mm-hmm. You could be
1: washing dishes and be the happiest person. You could be cleaning someone's house. I mean, I have had beautiful, wonderful housekeepers who come and they whistle and they sing while they work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, yeah. And then you have That's, the richest yeah. people in the world that are unhappy with walking from one room to another. Well,
0: there's, yeah. there's something about this, because when you know mm. who you are, if you're working in um, a, a situation where your colleagues or even your boss is using your work, I mean, there's those situations. Mm. And so maybe you've kind of hit the ceiling on how far you can go and you become annoyed with the people you're working with. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a few people who are taking or using you, basically. And I have, I have a, a really good friend who went through that. But she's really, really good. And she's like, I don't think I can do this anymore. There's no more growth here. And they're using my work. They're you, you know, the muckety mucks at the top are taking mine and using mm. using my name, uh, not using my name. Yet the people she worked, she had really, she's a good networker. And stuff everywhere they knew who she was and who she is and as soon as she made that decision of course a massive opening and a massive company came in and within over a weekend she had to put a big proposal together and she got the job and then within three months she got promoted and then that happened again because now she's in an, an organization that does work with a team does have those shared values and once you know and and so i mean mm-hmm. it's amazing But that one place here she is, she, there was nowhere else for her to go. And yet the, and this, the head person, the, basically the founder of it is just using her stuff, like not even, Mm -hmm.
1: so she just was like, there's no growth, you know, that's it. When she got to a place where she honored herself Mm -hmm. and honored her skills, honored her talents, honored her gifts honored herself as a human being and her values mm-hmm. and she said no mo no mo no mo. No, that's something no. no. And when mm-hmm. we do that, we're honoring ourselves. we bring that honor into our next experience because mm-hmm. now we're stepping in to who we are and we're not letting somebody else diminish us or dismiss us or mm-hmm. do all of those things that we did right we We're not feeling so wonderful. Well, look look at all- the
0: hospitality industry. Yeah. And,
1: and teachers, oh my gosh, the education system, oh, wow. teachers, we have,
0: yeah. because how much load the teachers have been carrying without the support, without the admin support is, is ridiculous. I mean, they, you know, they keep putting up and they're like, you know what, um, at the end of the day, I need to step out and do something different for me, my family. I may enjoy teaching, but teaching can go into so many careers, different, right? Yeah, right. Different it, it, That's a huge for that. thing. And so right. you know, COVID, that's why I think it's so great about what we're talking about. So many people have just given, you know, take this job and shove it. That was <laughs> you know, happened. Mm-hmm. And that is about being true. I think during COVID, people kind of went, you know what? Do I really need that extra car? Do I need these extra things? Because I'm killing myself. I'm not having fun with my kids. I'm not doing that. But then there's a strength that comes once you make these decisions. You need to not lose that that core, like you're talking about. I think it's very timely because it's scary going off and doing something new, but it's exciting. I think it's
1: it's you know, honey. Every single moment is new. Oh, good one. Every single. I like that. Mm -hmm. Every breath that we take, every inhale is new. Mm -hmm. It's a new inhale. Remember, we're born with an inhale and we Mm -hmm. die with an exhale. One inhale, one exhale. Everything in between is up to us the way we live our life and the depth and the quality, what we want out of it, what we want out of our jobs. I mean, I was hired in uh, 1982 (sighs) before China was open to the world. Mm -hmm. It was still communist. I mean, it probably still mm-hmm. is, but it's a, on a different label.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was hired by a Chinese import company that hand crocheted tablecloths and bedding. And I was had uh, a marketing design company at the time. We were designing a line of European duvet covers. And so they hired us to redo their catalog sheets. We had catalog sheets, printed catalog sheets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Computers, 1982, mm-hmm. right? And and to create a new marketing campaign for the United States, because their old camp, their old uh, sheets looked like funeral parlors, like a hand crochet oh. thing with a camera <laughs> on it. It was so depressing. And so I was on a road trip and came up with this theme. And the reason I'm telling you is very important theme called the magic hands of China, because I wonder to myself what are they motivated by they're not motivated by money because it's a communist country everybody gets the same right Mm -hmm. so it was the same they weren't motivated by money what were they motivated over and what I discovered was they were motivated by the pride in the quality of their work Mm. and they would pass down their craft to their children at six years old So if you were a hand crocheted person or whatever, embroidered, Mm -hmm. you would teach your daughter to do the same at six years old. And so they passed the hand. So then it dawned on me, wow, they're making these gorgeous, beautiful heirlooms with their hands. They're Mm -hmm. creating living heirlooms through their children. Mm -hmm. And I created this whole thing, a whole story around it. It just touched me so deeply. When we got to China, we were able to go to the factory where they, the women made these in big, huge rooms with persons sitting at big, long tables, wearing all white and being very antiseptic and very clean, hand crocheting. Their hands were going like this. When I mean, they were crocheting, crocheting with this wow, wow, wow. one tablecloth, right? They cried when they saw the campaign. They said oh. nobody oh. had ever gotten that before or ever brought wow. it out. So cool. it's the quality it's what we bring into our experience even the worst job in the world it's not what makes it the worst job in the world it's not the outside people necessarily it's what we bring to what we are doing
0: if exactly we're
1: contributing if we're bringing love if we're bringing heart if we're bringing kindness mm-hmm if we're bringing consideration if we're bringing joy and we're bringing humor and we're bringing fun and we're bringing in all these qualities like you make this yummy delicious soup of these <laughs> qualities She's cooking again. Mm-hmm. Yes. can't get me out of the kitchen. instead of a soup filled with anger and resentment and victim mm-hmm. and and uh, you know regret and and not enoughness that soup who wants to eat drink that soup well, see, mm-hmm. I think that also when people
0: are not changing, if they're in a career where they just kind of, this is my job and I'm sticking here, and then they start to get crotchety, younger people come in. We're seeing this with communities, people moving into a smaller community and the people that have been there is like, don't you make this LA? You know, <laughs> This is this town, you know? And we see that also in companies where there's a shift. Look at, look at Twitter. Oh boy, that's a whole other story. But, you know, here's like a shift coming in. Here comes people that have been here. This is how we've always done it. And this is that. And we know everything. The younger people come in. Not necessarily younger, actually. could be, you know, just new people coming in and going, hey, we've got this way of doing it. I've tried that. It didn't work. Well, maybe it didn't work at that time frame. And that's something I always, Mm -hmm. you know, want to say. Some things just were, you know, they weren't ready. Premature for the world. You know, Mm -hmm. how many times have we done things that, oh, well, yep. we're a little ahead of our time, not quite ready. <laughs> exactly. and it Doesn't mean it was bad. Yeah. So there's this this culture in a in a company where we work together, even if you've done it before and you've been there, maybe somebody else has that one extra little spice that makes that recipe that soup like go oh, the umami. Right. You've got to have the umami, yummy, delicious. Right. Okay. So, I'm sorry, I play with dogs. I love it I love <laughs> But it. but that's the thing. I think there's also that level where there, people get so um, this is my position, this is how I do it, and there will be no changes. Mm-hmm. you know,
1: and well, that brings me to the I next to that. Next oh, yeah, bit. yeah. Oh, oh, I like that. Wait, can I get a beer? This is another symbol, and this symbolizes what you just said. Don't pry someone's heart open if they don't want it open. You can't change somebody by just loving. You can't change somebody by going in and and seeing if they're going to change, hoping they're going to change. You can't. So you allow for that person, but you come from a different perspective. To me, there's a very many creative ways of doing it. Um, a woman uh, one of my clients was going after a very big position as the executive director of her nonprofit organization. And she had the qualifications and they had some other candidates and the qualifications. But what set her apart was to the heart that we that I sh- helped her to bring out in what mm. she does and how she does it. So that they would find because buying or making decisions are usually a very emotional experience it's an emotional experience. When you buy, you go shopping. It's an emotional experience. When you hire somebody, it's an emotional experience. When you do something, it's an emotional experience. So what you want is to allow the human part to come forth. You can say, what if, can you imagine if in five years time, we, this, 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 and this happened, or what if, what if we were able to collaborate on, in a way that everybody felt heard and everybody got their input in, and they felt heard enough to shift something, even one iota, which is another symbol, which is this one. Oh, she's got. I've got three symbols. So this one oh. is a teeny tiny screwdriver oh. that we use to repair our screw our eyeglasses. But what this symbolizes is that it, all it takes is a teeny, teeny, tiny adjustment in our thinking, Mm -hmm. and it changes everything, Mm -hmm. everything, and Mm -hmm. so it doesn't take a monumental shift in an organization to change, it just takes a tiny little perception shift, so that you can see from a different angle, Mm angle, Yeah. A different lens. Uh-huh. I, I have a, a workshop where we have different glasses with different shapes, and you put on different glasses. So you could see the lens from anger. You could see the lens through, you know, grief. You can see the lens. I want rose colored glasses. Rose colored glasses. Uh-huh. glasses. Exactly. So uh-huh. we see our lives through different lenses, depending on the experiences that we've uh-huh. had. Those are our filters, those are our lenses that we put on. But they did not did not get a rocket to the moon in a straight shot. What nope. they did was they had a shitload of adjustments. Mm-hmm. So many, a tiny, eensy, beansy, one iota mm-hmm. shift. No, 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 not a bare shift. One dial, one knob, one. Because if they didn't, the rocket would veer off too far and we'd mm-hmm. never see it again. It'd go in a black hole. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, would, it, it in with no gravity, yeah. it just goes sh- Tiny, teeny, tiny adjustments in thinking. Mm-hmm. What's important for us to remember being authentic is being bringing more of who we are into where we work mm-hmm. and not separate and leave that person home and then become a role or think we're supposed to be a certain way at work and a different way at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why some people believe it's you have to be a hard ass, but there may not be a hard ass at home. But maybe they have hard-ass tendencies, and that's the, that's the, the the edge that they think they have over other people. Nobody's saying you don't want to be assertive, or determined, or you know any of those things of clear of clarity of mission. But at work, I say bring out the genius in every single person. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own genius in their own way a secretary, a vice president, a mechanical engineer, everybody has their genius, a receptionist, maybe their flair is to be able to communicate and talk mm-hmm. with people, to let them feel at ease and welcome and, you know, all of that. Happy, yeah. Happy, mm-hmm. joyful. I mean, you don't want somebody representing you to answer the phone. Yeah. Well, but it's the same in sales, sales and marketing. Right. Yeah,
0: You know, that's a really big deal. And people, you know, hate the, the car salesperson. Oh, my God, they're, you know, the, the uh, snake oil salesman, salesman kind of thing. But really, a good salesperson is about being able to identify the needs and personality of the person that they're trying to help. They're actually assisting and they're they're going, matching oh, you to the right product. They're understanding your personality so that they can help you and communicate better. It's right. not, you know. Yes, there's some shucksters out there. Is that a word, shuckster? It is now. Yeah, oh, yeah sounds good. I see yeah, you. I'm watch. I'm, I'm watching my language. <laughs> but so, right, but, the, but, it, but the um, you know, there are some people out there doing things that aren't great. But, and but this is in in as a whole. That's something very important because the whole world of business revolves on sales and marketing and the trans, you know, the exchanging of money to make the world go round. And so that's something, too, I think is very important about having being strong in your own core, in your values, in what you're doing, because that's another thing. What you do as a provider to someone, you've got to have your values aligned To do it. You know what I mean? It's like we we've all got to work together to have a relationship. And that's we're a very service-oriented world too, which means relationships, you know. So I think this is such a cool conversation, Shelly. When you when you sell something to somebody, you're solving a problem for them. That's the whole idea of sales. I need this, and they go and find something that matches what you need Mm -hmm. and what you want,
1: and they solve a problem for you. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's what they do. Exactly. And that's the most important thing that you're being of service. Mm-hmm. And- we want to. I know those of us who are in the care business, because we're all in the care business. Everybody mm-hmm. really is, but they may not identify it. You have caretakers mm-hmm. of older people and younger people, and whatever you have, caregivers, caretakers. Those kind of one and the same kind of thing. But you have caregiving nature. Some people are mm-hmm. more caregiving than others, right? And so, and even those people who are surface oriented, who are self, uh, who are what do I want to say? Maybe narcissistic. There are those extremes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, on those things mm-hmm. that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is being able to bring who you are as a human being into what you do because you're the same person why you want to be fulfilled in all the areas we have like eight main areas career relationships health blah 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 we've got so many different areas in our mm-hmm. life that we want to feel fulfilled it's like a pie i call it full mm-hmm. spectrum living and there's there's a pie and you can kind of do an assessment to see where are you living, where mm-hmm. are you stronger, where you, you know, we, where needs some more attention, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. But when mm-hmm. we bring more of ourself into what we do, we feel satisfied, we feel happy, we feel joyful, we feel like our lives have meaning, we feel like we matter. Mm-hmm. And and what if you can't feel like you matter at work what is the point Mm, yeah move on what Mm -hmm. are we doing even in Mm -hmm. relationships Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. so you see you can't separate the human from the role we play but we certainly can bring our skills into the workplace that we've been given, and do them in a way that honors—that we bring honor and dignity and regard not only to ourselves but to our bosses, to our co-workers, to look at each other as equal human beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that helps us more team, than
0: team teamwork works that way, where someone is like, "Oh, I'm." overwhelmed with this project well hey i can do this part really well let me help you with this part mm-hmm. and then when you're faltering they can turn around and help pick you up right you know i think this is this is such a good conversation everyone shelly's article is up on blendradioandtv.com. and TV.com. so three b's to being human i love it i i love mm-hmm. that formula um now you i know you have different courses so if everyone follows you on social media under shelly wizen and go to shellywizen.com but you also work one-on-one with people as a
1: coach, a transformational coach. I do. I do both professionally and uh, personally. And, uh, and I also uh, bring in my, um, my experience of being a deaf midwife in the mix, which sounds interesting, but it's an interesting combination of, of Mm. experiences I've been exposed to, to give me a certain perspective to help somebody get, um, to where they want to go as fast as possible it's that a tiny little adjustment it's that uh, you know that thing where you you take this back you take that back you take all you see all your tools you use these tools that I've got with changing language limiting statements I've got some fantastic tools that are so easy so simple that uh, that you that change just like that I mean I had a client who was in a, one of my groups and one of the most profound things I think I've ever heard from anybody, he said, I didn't know that I could change a belief. Mm. When wow. we're so conditioned to think a certain mm. way, we think that's the way it is. Right. I right. hear people say, I can't change who, well, that's who I am. That's the way it is. That's the way this is.
0: Because Mm -hmm. there's
1: a belief that's stuck in there that says you cannot change a belief. It's in there, period, pure and simple. You have to suck it up and you have to accept it. A limitation, no. Beliefs are like thoughts that are in the ether. They're like clouds that float. They're on this belief tree, like a leaf. You can pick and choose which belief you want to have. Mm -hmm. Pick the beliefs that make you feel happy, that make you feel joyful, that yummy, delicious, that make mm-hmm. that where you feel you're actually living a yummy, delicious life. What, I mean, what a great thing to aspire to, right? To live mm-hmm. a yummy, delicious life. And we can do that in so many different ways. So yeah, I've got, I do private, um, um, uh, a professional, co- uh, um, Coaching for people who are in executive positions, CEOs, um, upper management, middle management. I mean, how to navigate their humanness in that scenario with as much honor, dignity, and grace, and with as much ease and grace as possible, mm. and a mm. lot of f and humor. <laughs> I mean, that's what my my you see my my soul diving. Mm my soul diving frog. oh, the froggy. Mm-hmm. He's he cute. continually He's cute. reminds me not to take myself too seriously and to bring mm. in a sense of humor all the time we all really need humor. that uh, you need a
0: sense of humor to get through yeah. life yeah really oh my gosh do. because and- that's the, the most fun mm-hmm. anyways when you're laughing exactly yeah. yeah exactly it's releasing all those endorphins and mm. it's the pings Territory. Yeah, and and it makes you see things from different perspectives, exactly. which is really important. Because exactly. sometimes, if you're channel vision,
1: yeah,
0: uh, just imagine if you could only watch one channel forever, yeah, and no other channel. I'm gonna put you on the Lifetime channel,
1: right? Oh, no, <laughs> <It's just laughs> true crime. It. I <laughs> guess. It yeah, no, but that's why know. you're the blend. That's why I'm the way I am because, yeah. There's a multitude of avenues. Mm, there's a lot of and pathways and, mm-hmm. and ways to see the world. And it's so very exciting, especially when it comes to your professional life and work. Mm-hmm. And how do you choose to be at work? How do you choose to be? What's the quality of experience you want to have while you're working? You spend mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of time working. So yeah. it might not be damn wonderful. You know? Okay. When I, I left like that the line of European bedding and it was high end, high end, it was beautiful. And we would say to uh, uh, Macy's or Bloomingdale's, we would say to them or Neiman Marcus, we were in their stores that you spend eight hours a day, seven hours a day in your bed. You spend a third of your life in your bed. It might as well be damn wonderful. You want to yeah. see something wonderful before you go to sleep at night. when you wake up in the morning. And exactly. it's the same thing. You go to work, you want it to be damn wonderful. Why do we settle for less than wonderful in our lives? Mm, exactly. So I help people navigate through that. And sometimes it doesn't take much. It just takes a little adjustment here and there, really. Yeah, just yeah, a it's tweak. Like little it's like getting change. an oil change. Sometimes exactly. you have to change the oil in the car, depending on That what sounds car. uncomfortable. Just change your beliefs. Change your yep. beliefs. Awesome. And, uh, choose an, another way and then take an action on it. A baby step action. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's fun. What? I love doing all this. Oh, this is oh, awesome. Cool. And this
0: is everyone again, our first Sunday where we're going to be doing soul diving Sundays with Shelly. So our next one is February 5th. And we're going to do some soul diving with the three B's for being human in relationships. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ooh it's
1: gonna ooh, be fun that one was fun too yummy everyone, that's real yummy delicious
0: i know Sometimes that's gonna be even juicy. yeah oh mm-hmm. she said that oh don't start me Uh-oh. she <laughs> said the juicy word
1: Uh-oh. i
0: know everyone uh keep up with us at bigblendradio.com thank you all for joining us and again happy new year let's kick some butt let's
1: kick that's some right. butt get ready for this new year yeah